before we dive into today's episode, we want to make a quick but important disclosure. The information and advice shared in this podcast are intended to provide general knowledge and understanding about wellness and health-related subjects. They are not intended to replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or qualified health provider with any questions that you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health regimen. Remember, your health is your responsibility and it's always best to consult with a healthcare professional. This isn't just another podcast, it's a deep dive into the world of beauty, wellness, and longevity. Now we're here to discuss what beauty really means beyond just appearances. We'll also talk about wellness, the habits and practices that keep us healthy, full of energy. And we'll explore the topic of longevity, looking at the science and realities of living a long, fulfilling life. So sit back, relax, and join us as we go Beyond the Mirror. Hello, and welcome back to Beyond the Mirror. Today, I am so excited to have Katie Tayon with me. Katie is an experienced esthetician that is here. We want to specifically talk about IPL, BBL, V-beam, all this, because there's so much confusion out there about this particular style of laser, and Katie does a ton of IPL, and I thought she would be a great person to hit this subject matter with and, you know, a good expert and a good results getter. So, and I think that's a big part of our conversation today. So let me start by saying, tell me a little about how you ended up being an esthetician. Even. Like where did, what, what motivated that? Um, I, I'm not gonna lie, I actually didn't know what an esthetician was other than when I met you, what, 11 years ago? Yeah, we were, years ago. we were friends first. Yes, and I completely forgot what an esthetician was, and it wasn't until the last office I was in that I saw the aesthetic side and the results that were given, and I just really knew I wanted to help people, and I didn't know how, So I've been in the medical field for many, many years, and I'm just excited I found my calling, finally. Yeah, so when you were, um, before you were an esthetician, what kind of medical were you doing? Because it did kind of lead you in this direction. Mm-hmm. It did. So I started out at a research company where I met my husband. And then after that, I worked in proctology. I worked in cardiology. And then I worked for a vein specialist that kind of dabbled in a bunch of different things and was able to find out what a real esthetician was. And I was hooked. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you were doing lasers early on mm-hmm. in your journey. And they are kind of addictive. Oh, they're so much fun. When I tell people I geek out for layers, they're just, they really don't know what I mean. And so then, of course, I have to go into all of it. And then I get very animated because it's just awesome. And there's just so many things you can do with lasers. It's just amazing. I'm a nerd for it. There you go. Yeah. It's perfect. That's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk specifically about IPL. So when you, like... When you have a client laying on the bed and you've been doing facials or whatever they have as a precursor to leading to this laser, let's say, Mm -hmm. what things do you see on a person that makes you go, okay, this person needs 
IPL specifically. Yeah, yeah. So definitely when doing the skin analysis, I look for hyperpigmentations. I look for broken capillaries, enlarged pores, texture, tone, pore size, all that stuff. And then depending on what Fitzpatrick scale there is, they're at, uh, I'll definitely recommend and say definitely need about three treatments, minimum of two. And yeah. And then usually like what indication is on their skin that makes you say IPL is the best for you have blank? I'll look for the hyperpigmentation all around the face, see if it's on one side more than the other, or if it's just maybe freckles, and then know that I can pull it up from there. Okay, so most people don't know hyperpigmentation. So if I was an ordinary ah, person, okay, okay. what is that? Yes. Um, so they can look like freckles. They'll just be brown splotches. Some can be darker. Some can be lighter, more superficial, more deep. And then usually I will, I don't nitpick people. And I tell them I'm not trying to hurt their feelings, <laughs> but they're like, tell me what I need. And so I was like, okay, well, you have hyperpigmentation around the forehead, top of the nose, any veins that we need to try and close that they're self-conscious about. Like rosacea too. Rosacea as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. And so then when you're when you're explaining um, IPL to the client, mm -hmm. how do you how do you explain what that process is gonna be like for them? So they're gonna come in and what will happen next? Yeah, so I love IPL, it stands for intense pulse light. Um, it's great for, like I said, that hyperpigmentation, texture tone, pore size. But I'll tell them it's a very quick procedure. I'll cleanse their skin prior. Then I will put ultrasound gel over the areas that we are treating. Um, it will feel like a rubber band snap. That's the best I can think about it. And even though you have goggles on, it's going to be a very bright light. But I promise it will be worth it. And it's fast. It's so fast. It doesn't, I, it just takes no time. Less than a half an hour. <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. And okay. And then when they leave here, what usually happens after IPL? So you can definitely become red. I know every time I get an IPL, I, my cheeks will be a little bit red. Um, it can take about four to six weeks to see your full results, more, more so closer to the six weeks. Um, and then you can possibly get superficial crusting. It sounds very disgusting, but I promise it's not. It looks like, can look like little coffee grounds. So that hyperpigmentation that was on your skin, it will start to pull up to the surface and it'll look coffee grounds yeah coffee grounds it. is a perfect description right. yeah and it's a perfect uh perfect description for that but i usually say three is best definitely want minimum of two because we'll work at a more shallow yes. level and then a deeper level or something yeah. like that yeah so i usually say that first one depending how everything is we'll do that more deeper level so then i can have things all that hyperpigmentation pulled up and then that second one we can do a little bit more powerful so it's able to pull up the rest of that. And then I usually say the third one for cleanup. But I like that it just gets down at like that molecular level. Yeah. It is, it, a deep, it is a deeper laser. Yeah. And it can just change those cells, help collagen, all that fun stuff. And after someone's done a series, how often do you usually see them back for a touch-up? Well, depending on what type of, if they're wanting to clear it all, I would say a series of three to five, but then could be every six months maybe after that once a year depending on how much they're exposed that summer of course yeah that are, is that is definitely the secret it's uh, yeah it's like how much sun did you get is going to be equal to how often we're going to fix it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not how much that, how much pigmentation not that 
when you come and do your initial, <clears throat> you're pulling off, you know, 10, 20 years of pigment the first time. Mm -hmm. So the first time does tend to be more dramatic. Mm -hmm. um, but then when you're doing your maintenance down the road, you don't have as much fallout. You're just kind of cleaning up what might have popped up in the year or two that you did since you did it last. Mm -hmm. And so it's not as intense. And, you know, it also gives you a little boost of collagen, which is amazing. Yes. And so you have all of that happening as well. But uh, it, it is definitely a like if someone comes with discoloration, it is such a dramatic before and after. It is. And it's not just the face. Mm -mm. Nope. All over the body. Literally, you, as you, long as you have skin other than your scalp, <laughs> you can IPL. <laughs> right. And so you've done like a lot of like chests and arms and backs and mm -hmm. all kinds of things. But you did mention that Fitzpatrick, so that is like the skin color of the client. So there are certain skin colors that should not have IPL. Yes. So the darker you are, the less safe it is for you to okay. have that as a service. Oh, yeah. Because so you can definitely, if you're, because I feel like I'm pretty, I'm a good, like, three. If you, I would get too you much. you got that so. Italian going on in you. Italian going on, you know. <laughs> um, but definitely, if I were to be a sun goddess throughout the summer, I would not be able, I would not be a candidate at, by any means. Because right. the darker you are, the more likely you could be possibly burned. And hopefully, as you're going, I would say research, do, definitely do your research before <laughs> deciding to go somewhere. Okay, so there are lots of different technologies out there. There's IPL, and there's BBL, and there's B-Beam. Now, B-Beam uses pulse dye, which is different, uh, more unique. It might be good for someone with severe, severe, severe rosacea, but that's not most people. Um, IPL and BBL are pretty similar, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I think, like, theoretically, what we've noticed at the end of the day, the thing that makes or breaks an IPL is the person pulling. Yep. Mm -hmm. Pulling that trigger. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So like Katie says three to five, but I honestly believe that most of our clients look great after what? Two. Two. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I think most places that compete with us, that's more like four to six to get the same result. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's all about the experience of the technician, the quality of the laser. Yes. Did they have IPL at the last place you were at? They did. It was a diode. Okay. And I feel like even when I, gosh, how many did I do on my cousin? She has hyperpigmentation. We're just <laughs> riddled with it. And so we definitely, it was probably about three or four of them. Yeah. And we ended up giving her one for free because it just was not pulling it up. But unfortunately, I just think that was the machine itself. It, yeah, that does make a difference too. So there's like, there's like so many elements that affect the effectiveness of the laser. So even I, as an experienced laser tech, one of the complaints I had in some of the places I worked before here <laughs> was they didn't ever maintain the machine. Which is mind-blowing. So Absolutely mind-blowing. So then the bulb, over time, would lessen, kind of start to wear out. Mm -hmm. and Or just the equipment, the electronics. And, I mean, there's a lot going on in an IPL. It's mm -hmm. a different type of laser than maybe like a RF microneedling or something. Right. 
there's a lot more intense parts there. You've got um, interesting technique that's pushing the light and energy and cooling the surface and all these pieces. And if those elements aren't maintained, then you don't get a very good result, you know? And, and over time, that machine in a five-year period is just not working well. Mm -hmm. It's working less effective, terribly, right? And then just or you raises. have to crank it to get it to work, right? right? And then you're cranking it and then possibly, possibly even burn someone. Correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. So I do think like that element of IPL is tremendous where we're basically like making sure it's maintained. Mm -hmm. um, and then here our technicians go through a very strict training process. It was, but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so like explain maybe like, so a lot of places... Like when I worked one place to get trained on IPL, the girl that did the IPL before me turned on the machine and showed me how to do it one time. And then she's like, okay, here you go. That would absolutely <laughs> terrify me. <laughs> but that happens more than you know. Unfortunately, it does. Yeah. And yeah. so like in here, I always say IPL is an extremely effective tool, but it's also mm -hmm. the most dangerous tool. Oh, 1,000%. It has. Oh, yeah. It has know the, what you're doing. the biggest risk. Oh, yeah. And so we are very thorough on how that process goes to get trained. So do you remember what that process was when we did it? Oh, my gosh. How many hours? It, it was, was it was a long, it was a long day. And you, I was kind of glazing over towards the end. But yeah. I still kept all my, kept all my information. Um, it was very thorough compared. She went through <laughs> all the light guides, all the. Oh my gosh, all the different types of filters. Yeah. Um, and then just all the different types of settings and just all the, <coughs> not symptoms, trying to think, all the ailments people might want Right, to there's a lot fix. of things you can fix. A lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. And then you did, how many, we did how many together? Ten? Ten treatments together? Mm-hmm. And then ten and treatments, like, eh, ten treatments, <laughs> like, kind of, like, there to yeah, guide and... to make sure that questions you check my settings and then after that after you knew I had it you're like you got it girl but most places you're not going to find that so the you know I always say the machine it matters like the quality of the machine that your esthetician is using or nurse it depends on what state you're in because mm -hmm. some states you can't laser right. yeah unless you're a nurse or a doctor um so it matters like what kind of education did your technician have? Mm -hmm. How much training hands-on did they get to do? Mm -hmm. Because really, don't you think the secret to IPL is your settings? Oh, 100%. Yes, yes. You definitely have to pick the correct settings for depending on what type of treatment you're wanting to do and as well as like your Fitzpatrick scale and things like that. Um, but it really being thorough with that, with the training and then with you being hands-on, it definitely made me more comfortable with, yeah. And it, well, and the other element of that is that stops you from having as many services that are not working, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. it can go either way. Yeah. You can be too strong if you don't know what you're doing. And then now you have possibly burned someone or you can be too weak and you get no results. And they're wasting the money. And yeah. And so it is like, a, it's definitely one of the machines where the more you've done it, the more you understand it, the more you know the settings mm -hmm. that work. Can tweak it mm -hmm. and all advanced. You can use tweaks. the super secret laser settings that we have. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, I was, I was. Every once in a while, happy. you gotta crack yeah. those out. Heck yeah! <laughs> oh, but it's just so amazing. It's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. And, it, and so uh, then, great. like, um, 
BBL is like a, a broad-based light. Mm -hmm. It's similar. It's covering more. So with IPL, we have a filter and we're putting in a certain depth that we're treating. Mm -hmm. And that allows us to control strength and also safety. Um, with BBL, it's more broad spectrum and you don't have as much control over that. And mm -hmm. so it it's not as targeted. And I think it's probably easier for an, a less educated person to do a BBL. I would think so. Whereas IPL, we really have to know. Hone in on that. That's right. and all the stuff we've learned through training. Like I want this depth for this type of pigment. Mm -hmm. Or I want this depth because they're a little bit darker skinned or whatever. Yeah. Or I'm going to have two pulses versus three pulses. You know, all those, all those elements play into how good you as the client's IPL is. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I wanted to have Katie on because yeah. she has done... I love them. A ton of them. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I, I have. I do want to shift just the second part of our conversation over to the VI peel, though, because okay. if you have a darker skin client, then that's the go-to, right? That is the go-to. Yes, especially for that hyperpigmentation, texture, tone, pore size. Mm -hmm. It's phenomenal, even though it's a very pungent smell, mm -hmm. and you will shed from it. You get an amazing result, and I absolutely love it. So there is a solution if you are darker and you mm -hmm. want to deal with pigment or acne or, or scarring, acne. Yep, those kinds yep. of things. Acne scarring for sure. And we have it for the body as well. That's right. Because a lot of people have a lot of discoloration on the chest or back or whatever. Arms, legs, yeah. hands. Right. Oh, yeah. So um, anyways, that was kind of what we we're going to talk about, just the difference you know, how the IPL works, what kind of technician, what kind of training, mm -hmm. what you should look for in your technician and why you should have, you know, a good person behind the wheel to give you the best mm -hmm. result for your IPL laser. Yeah, for your outcome. Definitely research before you yes. decide to just jump in yeah. to whoever. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so thanks for coming on. You're it was fun. She's amazing. Oh, shucks. So anyway, um, all right. That was our episode today. And we hope that you come back and listen to us at another time. Bye.